Welcome in to a Saturday edition of the Back and Forth Podcast. I'm your host, Stat Matt, a.k.a. Matt Raftery. Join alongside, as always, by my co-host, Joey G. Friendly reminder, make sure you're following the Back and Forth Podcast on Twitter, at Back and Forth Pod. Instagram is at Back and Forth Podcast. And, of course, while you're on those social media platforms, make sure you give the Talk That Talk Media Company a follow. Twitter is at TTT Media Company. The rest of their socials are spelled out at Talk That Talk Media Company. As we have typically done the past few weeks on a Saturday, we have... 15 games to give you picks on for the NFL. Just a little record update. Joey and I are both sitting at 16, 15, and 1 through the first two weeks of the NFL season. Picking every game for you guys. Like you, that record sounds like UNLV basketball. Where that's where we're at right now. Well, hopefully we can improve on that going into week three now. Um, hopefully, uh, I, I'll say this about the first couple weeks. They've been, there's been an more surprise upsets than I would have anticipated for the first couple weeks. Yeah, uh, man, this week I'm sure there'll be more of it, but I think I only have two upset picks, if that. Yeah, I, I may have two or three, if that. I mean, it's. I, I think the later we go in the season, the the good teams are going to start showing out more. So, yeah. uh, but let's dive right into it. We'll start with the home team. We'll start with the Raiders going to Nashville to play the Titans. Is this the game, Joey, the Raiders get their first win? Yes, this is where Josh McDaniels gets his first coach or first win as a head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, if they don't win this game, sound the alarms. Uh, they're they're in fucking trouble. Kind of lack of a better term there. So um, they need this one. And Tennessee's bad this year. I think that's pretty obvious. I lose to New York week one. Week two, you get absolutely just dismantled by the uh, the Buffalo Bills. So, not a whole lot of margin for error for the Raiders this week. Um, coming off a really bad loss to Arizona, a game you should have won, and uh, they should they should beat Tennessee by ten points here. If they don't, regardless if they don't win this game, there's there's a problem. Yeah, I agree. I think this is the spot Vegas gets a win. I mean, I was talking with somebody yesterday, and I said. It's sad to say, but the best case scenario for the Raiders going into the bye is two and three because the rest of their games going into their bye is at Tennessee, home for Denver, and at Kansas City. So you really have to try, you have to get Tennessee and you probably have to get Denver because I don't think you're getting Kansas City on the road. I mean, you may stay somewhat competitive, but the way Kansas City has looked, no, I don't believe that they are going to go to Arrowhead and pull off that upset so best case scenario two and three you're already kind of behind the eight ball in the division you're really gonna have to make up a lot of ground so definitely a game that this team the Las Vegas Raiders have to have a game where um this team may need to have it as well um for pride's sake if nothing else that is the Houston Texans travel to Chicago to play the Bears part of me wanted to go with Houston here with how how like they haven't really had a a terrible loss, they tie, and then they lose by a touchdown at the Broncos on the road. It feels like they could really steal one from Chicago here, but I'm going to roll with the Bears. Uh, just it feels like the safer pick. Um, and, I mean, they, they, they got to find a way to get Justin Fields more involved. Um, I feel like the offense for the majority part is going to run through David Montgomery on, excuse me, uh, Sunday. Um, and, and, and Houston, until they have some real offensive threats, offensive weapons, I, I really just can't bank on them to win football games because you look at their their slate here, um, that's what's kind of lost in these games. It hasn't been their defense. It's been 
their lack of talent on the offensive end of the football. I mean, you have Brandon Cooks, and it's like, okay, who else? You have 40-year-old Rex Burkhead. You have Davis Mills, who um, just look at a photo of Davis Mills and tell me if that's the guy you want leading your franchise. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're, they're a little bit of a, a situation there. So I think it's going to be another snooze fest, another low-scoring football game, like 13-7. to 7. I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere around there. But Chicago squeaks it out, and may God have mercy on anyone who is forced to watch this game. Yeah, and that includes Texans and Bears fans included. Yeah, um, yeah I'm with you. I'll go Chicago, home team, need a win here. Um, I mean, both teams really need a win, but I think this is a game that if you're Chicago, you have to have um, moving forward. You can't necessarily drop this game because it, it definitely can start to change the trajectory for your season if you're the Bears. Um, I agree. I, I think the Bears get it done. Maybe they win by, like, a field goal or something like that. It's going to be ugly and sloppy. And, again, nobody's probably going to watch this game. I know for <laughs> sure as hell I'm not going to watch it. Um, but Chicago, I do think, gets it done at home. A game where, boy, if this team does not win, there's some eyebrows being raised. Kansas City goes to Indianapolis. Two months ago, you would look at this game and be like, Colts could win this. Or not even two months ago, before the start of the season, you would look at the schedule and be like, Oh, Indianapolis can win this. Indianapolis is going to be a contending team here again. They, um, you know, went twelve and what twelve and five last year. Yeah, somewhere around there. I mean, their defense carried them through the majority of the year. That's be the expectation this year. And Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman were going to get a lot more touches on the offensive end. They're going to make Matt Ryan look like MVP candidate. Matt Ryan, nah, has not looked like that at all. Um, you get a tie with the Texans. You get a shutout, twenty-four to nothing against the. Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Ouch. So, I yeah, that kind of throws out any chance they had winning this football game. I anticipate it'll be another Kansas City blowout. Yeah, I mean, look, Joey's right. At the beginning of the year, I would have said maybe Indy can win this game because of uh, their defense. If they're able to slow down Kansas City's offense, their defense has looked like a laughing stock of the league the past two games, or I guess the first two games, rather, for the season. Um yeah, Kansas City, if they get into the 30s, they are going to win this football game. The Colts offense, by no measure, is going to score 30 points on the Chiefs. It's just not going to happen. Um, I'm not even sure the Colts offense could score 30 points on Joey and I in the secondary, and that's saying something. Um, yeah, this is going to be one of those Kansas City is going to vastly outscore Indy. It'll be like a 35-14 type of final or something like that. It won't be very competitive, I don't believe. We'll go now to a divisional matchup in the AFC. Buffalo travels to South Beach to play the Dolphins. Um, wow. You want to go with the, the, the little Dolphins bandwagon here with Tua and all that. Um, but I'm going to go with the Bills. I think this will be a closer game because of the humidity. And in Miami, it tends to have an effect on the, their opponents, especially through September and the early weeks of October. Uh, but Buffalo is just the best team in the NFL right now. I can't. I can't really go against them. I can't go. I can't pick two over Josh Allen just yet. So uh, I'm gonna go with Buffalo. But this is a this is a very close game. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll go Buffalo. I mean, by all accounts, at least in my opinion, Buffalo looks like the best team in the NFL. Like they look like the most complete. Their defense is pretty solid. Their offense has been very explosive the first couple of weeks. Um, to me, it almost feels like it's Buffalo versus the field. 
um, with how dominant they've come out and looked against the Rams on opening night, and then they followed that back up with a Monday night performance against Tennessee, absolutely just boat racing them, for lack of a better term. Um, I, I think Buffalo does win this game. It's it's going to be the closest their games have been so far this year. I'll give Buffalo like a 31-24 type of win. They'll win by like a touchdown. But definitely a competitive game for sure. A game where I almost pulled the upset card on. I thought about it. But then I realized what time the game was being played, and that is Detroit going to Minnesota. Oh, you're gonna pick. You were gonna pick the Lions, but you realized I that. wanted to pick the Lions. I thought, man, this this would be a great win for the Lions. I'm gonna go with the Lions. Okay, I'm gonna roll with. That's my upset this week. I'm gonna go with Detroit. Just a, uh, they're just so contagious to root for. They could be 0 and 9, and I'd be like, eh, they're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Bills this week. So I'm gonna go with the Lions this week. I'm going Minnesota. Look, this is a 10 a.m. kickoff time. At home, this is the Kirk Cousins special that I call. Like, this is... Kirk, no one's watching. Perfect. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is probably going to go for, like, 325 in the air, four passing touchdowns. He'll probably run for a touchdown. Like, he's going to have the game of his life, and nobody's going to watch this game. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's one of those... Minnesota probably wins by a field goal. Like, Detroit's going to keep this game competitive, and it wouldn't shock me in the least if Detroit comes out and wins this game on the road, but... I'll take the little bit of a safer team here and take Minnesota just to take care of business at home against a division rival and beat the Detroit Lions, a team that is going to be looking for revenge this week after what happened to them last week. The Baltimore Ravens travel to Foxborough to play the Patriots. Uh, I'm going to go with Baltimore. Maybe because I have Rashad Bateman on my fantasy team, but... I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Yeah, hey, I got um, Lamar Jackson. So they're yeah they're they're, they're gonna be pretty pissed off about last weekend. That was a bad still, collapse. Yeah, still not really sold on New England yet as well. Um, New England is yeah. If Nelson Aguilar is your best best receiver right now, then there there may be there may there may be some problems <clears throat> down in uh excuse me down in Fox Foxborough. So I'm gonna go with the Ravens this week. Um, and and, and Mac Jones really hasn't sold me yet on anything. Had a very rough week one. Had a mediocre week two. This is their first home game, though, isn't it? Yes. The uh, Patriots? Yep. So I'm sure energy will be high. I'm sure through the first half they'll play them close, and then in the second half Baltimore will pull away. Yeah, I'm going to go with Baltimore here. Um, Mac Jones, like Joey said, has not impressed me. He had a few balls last week against the Steelers that really should have been picked off. They were vastly underthrown, one of which was to Nelson Aguilar, and Aguilar made a, I mean, an insane catch over a defender that saved that pass for being a completion rather than either an incompletion or an interception. I mean, you just watch Mac Jones throw the ball and it's, it's not fun to watch because he just, he rainbows a lot of his throws. Um, he puts too much air under it. That's why a lot of them tend to be underthrown. And I mean, you have a Baltimore team that's vastly pissed off from last week. I mean, they were, leading that game 35-14 to 14 against Miami, and they lost in the fourth quarter, uh, mind you. And they still lost to the Dolphins after leading by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I- I'm going to take the, uh, the Ravens here in a bounce-back spot. The Ravens have a better offense, and that may be what wins them this game, is the Ravens just flat-out outscore the, the Patriots because, I mean, the Patriot offense is pretty anemic. It's probably, I would label, label it as one of the, bottom third offenses in the league. Um, they don't really move the ball all that much. 
and I think they're going to have a tough time stopping a Lamar Jackson that has been very good running and passing the ball this year. Like, I think that's probably something that people don't quite look at a lot with Lamar is his passing and his passing has been pretty good. It's almost been as good as his running um, dual threat is going to be a tough ask for that uh, Patriot defense to stop, but a team that may want to stop a losing skid that they are currently on a team that was not losing a lot last year, but are currently losing this year the Cincinnati Bengals go to the Meadowlands to play the Jets. I'm going to change my pick. They have to win this game, right? I'm going to change my pick. They have to win this game. This is, a, this is a perfect definition of fuck it, we ball. He's going with the Jets. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going with the Jets. Oh, dear. All right. I'm going with the New York football Jets. Okie dokie. Is, uh, yeah, Matt's absolutely right, though. This is a game that the Cincinnati Bengals do have to win, but it's a game they don't win. It's a game they don't win. This is what Joe Burrow gets for being a little cocky bastard uh, at the beginning of the season when he was like, they're asking about some coverage, and he was all like, um, if you're playing, if you're playing, uh, I don't know, if you're playing cover, we're just going to run it, and if you're playing man-to-man, well, good luck. And it's just like, well, uh, you're owing two right now. And you lost uh, Mitch Trubisky and Cooper Cooper Rush. So I don't see why Joe Flacco can't join that party. I don't see it. And it's a home game for New York. They're coming fresh off a win against uh, um, the Cleveland Browns, who have looked pretty solid under Jacoby Brissett. I mean, they, they're not as terrible as me and I anticipated they would be. I'm going to go with the Jets. Give me Joe Shiesty and the Bengals. Again, this is a game that... You can't afford to lose if you're the Bengals. And you shouldn't lose for that matter. I mean, that offense is too flippin' talented not to win this game. I mean, Joe Burrow, I I get there's concern at the offensive line, and that's all valid. But you still have Joe Burrow. You have uh, Joe Mixon. You've got um, Jamar Chase and uh, T. Higgins in the receiving core. This should be an offense that should be producing points at will. This is a, if, I mean, we talk about bounce back spots. If you were looking for a get right spot for the Bengals, this would be it, where you go on the road to the Jets who don't have Zach Wilson still. Now, given, I mean, this is a Jets team that isn't all that bad. It's not as bad as I think a lot of people anticipated they, they might be. But this is still a game that Cincinnati is expected to win. They know they need to win uh, to kind of end their losing uh, streak to start the year and start making, um, you know, gains forward for the 2022 season. So I will go with the Bengals on the road. This next game, we may be different on two, but this was, I consider this game my, you could call it the upset of the week, if you will. The Eagles go to Washington to play the Commanders. I'm assuming you're picking Washington. Yep. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I don't think I need to elaborate much there. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going with Washington. This is a Carson Wentz game. I think Carson Wentz could have a game. I mean, he's kind of inconsistent. He didn't play all that great against Detroit last week. He played really good in week one. Maybe the trend continues and he has a better game this week at home. And to be honest, this kind of feels like a game that Philly should win and they drop. Um if this was the second half of the year, I would say Philly probably wins this game. But this could be a fluke game for Philly that they're expected to win and they drop. 
I consider it my upset of the week, Washington winning at home. Now we go to a game that uh, it's another team that's looking for their first win of the year in the uh, Carolina Panthers as they host the New Orleans Saints. Keep in mind, Jameis Winston still nursing a few fractures, I believe, in his back. We're all with the Saints here. Panthers are just terrible. They're bad. They're really bad. Um, so I'm going to roll with the uh, the New Orleans Saints here. I know Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston with 20 broken bones is still better than Baker Mayfield. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with New, Orleans. New Orleans. Give me Carolina. Oh, God. I think Carolina gets it done this weekend. They get their first win. Baker pounds his chest or whatever he's going to do. Um, the Saints didn't look great last week against Tampa. Um, you could see their limitations, especially with Jameis banged up a little bit. Their offense didn't look to move as smoothly as it normally would. And, I mean, yeah, Tampa didn't look that great either, but they made plays when they had to compared to when the Saints did. And I I think Carolina at home is a divisional matchup. They are searching for that first win of the year. I'll take Carolina at home, divisional matchup. Gets it done. Um, let's go to an L.A.'s team that is playing in SoFi Stadium. The Jaguars go to sunny L.A. to play the Chargers. We'll go with the Chargers. Um, the Jaguars are a much better team than last year. I think they've proved that through the first two games, but uh, the Chargers have had a, a, an extended break here, so they're going to feel real good and, and healthy. Um, and again, I feel like the game plan is going to be, and if, which, if they do do this and succeed, which is going to be Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa on Trevor Lawrence all day, make life hard for him. His best receiver is Christian Kirk. That's exactly what they're going to do, and I feel like Trevor Lawrence will have his worst game so far this season. Any concern about Justin Herbert with the ribs? No. Okay. Because Even if he sits out, I still like L.A. here. All right. Fair enough. I like L.A. too. Um, I think Chargers get it done by about 10 points. Jaguars keep it closer than expected, but ultimately the Chargers get it done at home. Let's move to the other, to the other L.A. team. They are on the road playing the Arizona Cardinals, that being the Los Angeles Rams, in an NFC West showdown. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, but I hope Matthew Stafford has the fucking worst game of his career because I did train him in fantasy. Um, but I'm going to go with the Rams here. Um, they're bound to get hot here in a little bit and start picking up some wins. So they'll be back in the playoffs. They're still, I don't know if they're the, still the Super Bowl contending team they were, uh, but they're still a playoff team. Yeah, I think the Rams get it done here. They're going to make life very difficult on Kyler Murray, especially that Ram defense. Um, there's obviously been concern about Kyler Murray as far as if he's watching film, how prepared he comes into games. So I'm going to take into account that Call of Duty beta is out this weekend. So Kyler Murray may have a, one of the worst games of his career. I love the Rams this weekend now. So now that you mentioned that, I love the Rams. If you don't look at the, if you've not, if you don't know the stat, Kyler Murray plays worse every time a new Call of Duty comes out. So the beta came out for the new Modern Warfare 2 this week. So that runs through this weekend, which he's going to be playing. Yes. We know that. He's going to be up till 3 a.m. on Saturday playing, and he's going to be like, oh, I have a game tomorrow at 1. Perfect. Um, and then, the, and then the Cardinals will be safe for about a month, and then Modern Warfare comes out late October. So when you want to know not to bet against the Cardinals, it's going to be this week and anytime past October 28th. 
Yeah. I, I really like the Rams. I didn't even realize that about Call of Duty until you mentioned it. I really like the Rams now. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's a real stat. That's not me trying to be funny. No, it, it definitely be, is. I've seen it before. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. I knew there was a Call of Duty being released sometime in October. I didn't realize they were releasing other parts of it like as early as this week. Yeah, they're releasing a beta, so it's just people play it, and then they give feedback on it. And it's it's more of the mind because that's only a month, so that's like minor things will change, right? To you know what the the main player base is saying. So I'm sure Kyler Murray is making up ninety percent of the feedback, probably. <laughs> oh boy, poor Arizona. They probably deserve better. Oh well. Um, this is going to be a terrible football game. I'm just going to put that out there right now. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons are going to Seattle to play the Seahawks. This may be worse than the Houston Texans and Chicago Bear game, to be honest. I don't know. Um, it's up there. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Geno Smith, baby, in the Seattle Seahawks. They 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 pull this one out in the in the uh, battle for the first. This feels like this will be a game that would be played for the first overall pick at some point. But oh, Seattle's cool. gonna be two and one. Yeah. Well, if that's why they might want to lose this game. I don't know. They don't want to get too far. If they out win, there. Seattle's gonna be two and one. I'll be I'll be, they may want to just call the season off at that point. Yeah. Be like, hey, we're two and one right now. Um, but I think Geno Smith has another pretty decent game. And they they, they squeak by Atlanta, like 20, 23 16, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'll go. It'll be more entertaining. It'll be more entertaining than the Bears and Bills game for sure. Probably. I mean, Geno Smith is not all that bad. So yeah. um, I'll go Seattle here at home. Um, I mean, it, they're playing at home. That's. Probably the only reason I took them. Um, if I didn't have to pick this game, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put a single dollar of any stolen money, let alone my own money, on anywhere near this game. If you don't have to, um, this is going to be a bad football game. But I just default to the home team at that point. I'll take Seattle at home in the someone called 12th man. I don't know. They're probably still on that stuff. So I don't, I don't think there's a 12th man anymore. I'm not even sure there's 10 men there, to be honest. But anyway. Um, <laughs> the third man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's go to the Sunday night matchup. Good matchup, by the way, for Sunday night football. This is going to be a great game. You forgot the Buccaneers. I did. Pause that. Another good game, by the way. So we This have, probably should be the Sunday night game, it, honestly. I wouldn't be mad if it got flexed to a Sunday night game, although it probably won't this no. late in the time. This late in the Plus, week. Green Bay already played Sunday night football. Yeah. Our, uh, Tampa was on Sunday night football week one, and Green Bay was on it last week. So Put them, on, put them both on on the same week. There you go. Um, <laughs> Green Bay does travel to Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. I like the Buccaneers. Um for one, I'm always praying on the Packers' downfall. I love Packer fan meltdowns when they lose. For certain reasons. For certain reasons. <laughs> so, few people will get that. Yep. Um, but uh, <laughs> even without Mike Evans, Tampa's still the better team. Um, and we saw how last time, I believe they lost last time Green Bay came up to Tampa. Um, Aaron Rodgers had a, very, had a very rough game, and I anticipate the same thing will happen. Um, it's the same thing with playing in Miami in early September and October. The humidity plays a factor into it. And I think um, Tom Brady's bound to, to get back into himself at some point. And I think this is the week he does it. Uh, so I think they have a, a very good week this weekend. And they beat, they beat Green Bay 27-17, somewhere around there. Green Bay falls to 1-2. and two. 
Yeah, I like Tampa here. Just Laz- Lazar, Dobbs, and Sammy Watkins aren't enough to beat that Tampa Bay secondary. No. If Adams was still there, I could be like, yeah, okay, maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll roll with the Packers here. But that that Tampa Bay secondary is just gonna be too much for Rodgers and these young receivers. Not even young, but these uh, receivers who seems like no one knows who the number one receiver is. Is it Sammy Watkins? Is it Dobbs? Is it Lazard? No one knows. Yeah, Tampa wins 23-14. Looks like the dominant team on the field. Don't think this is going to be any much more than that. I think Rodgers and company, he's still trying to figure out the chemistry with a lot of those new receivers. He's got some old receivers that have come back. In um, I believe Randall Cobb is back um, from his tour around the league or whatever. He started in Green Bay, went to a few other places, and now is back in Green Bay. Romeo Dobbs is still a rookie, so a lot to ask um, right off the bat for a rookie. And, I mean, his tight end is not that great, Robert Tunyon. Like, I was – you could say Robert Tunyon's on my hit list, to be honest, because of how bad he burned me in fantasy last year. Um, but even this year, now that he's healthy, he's not getting a lot of touches. Um you know, this was a guy that as early as last year, people were expecting to be the number one target or a top target for Aaron um, and just hasn't... Just hasn't happened. No. Um, so I'll take Tom and Tampa, get a win, 23-14. Now we go to the Sunday night game. In a game that Jimmy Garoppolo will be starting, he'll be starting on the road in mile high as the 49ers play the Denver Broncos. I'm a, they're going to make... Life of living hell for Russell Wilson. I almost said Russell Westbrook. For Russell Wilson. Um, I like the 49ers here. This defense is just going to suffocate the Broncos, I feel like. And Garoppolo's going to play a really good game, I feel like, as well. He may go for 240 yards. Oh, big a, game. That's like, a, that's like that's like a regular QB throw for 500. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big game for Garoppolo. I think they get the passing attack going. Debo Samuel is going to get back into himself because he now has... The guy that made him so good. I won't say made him so good, but that's not the right way to put it. The guy that he seemed like most he was most comfortable having him throw the ball to him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what you're gonna you're gonna see Debo Samuel back. I don't know about Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk kind of struggled last year with Garoppolo, so I don't know how he'll look, but definitely Debo. Um and if um uh, if Kittle's playing, you'll see him get back into a rhythm. I think Garoppolo is still the answer over Trey Lance uh right now for the 49ers. Give me Russ and the home team here. Broncos country. Let's ride. Um, I, I do think this is a great game. It's a field goal game one way or the other. I would probably lean towards taking uh, Denver here, winning 20-17, to 17, something like that. It's a fairly low-scoring game. I think Russ and company make just enough uh, plays down the stretch to squeak out a win. Uh, one of the better games of Week 3, though, in my opinion, I will take the home team here on Sunday Night Football in the Denver Broncos to squeak out a narrow victory. Final game on the slate. This is a game that I'm... In theory, it made sense why it made a primetime spot initially. It has turned into a very bad football game. That being the Dallas Cowboys go also to the Meadowlands on Monday Night Football to play the New York Giants. How about them Cowboys? Give me Cooper Rush. Hey, he won. A, he led a game-winning drive last week. He's going to be three and zero this week. There you go. And Jerry Jones is going to Jerry Jones is going to cream his pants and name Cooper Rush the the future star of the Dallas Cowboys after this game. He was already starting to talk about that. What a, what a bizarre comment! <laughs> what a bizarre 
well, if he plays good enough, he's going to start over. Uh, he looks like a walking carcass, honestly. <laughs> oh like that photo, like that video, he looks like a walking carcass at this point. So I don't know how much longer they're going to let that guy make the decisions for the football team. But anyway, I like I like Cooper Rush. So Jerry Jones is going to have a, a very great night on Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a late night for him. I, I don't know if he used to be up that late. I don't I'm know. I'm sure he is. Um, There's a couple photos that leaked of uh, old Jerry a couple years ago. So, Oh, boy. Jerry, 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 is, Jerry will be up. Do, uh, do Jerry and Urban Meyer go to the same club? Possibly. Okay. I'm uh, surprised we didn't hire Urban Meyer. That would have been a... Cowboys, that would have been a, that would have been a match made in heaven for, for Dallas. Oh, yeah. A lot of VIP experiences for Urban Meyer God. if he goes to Dallas, for sure. Um... All jokes aside, I'm with Joey. I'm taking the Cowboys here. Cooper Rush, not as bad as people think. I get he's not Dak Prescott, but he's not the worst backup you can have in the league. They're going to rely a lot on Tony Pollard and Zeke. We know this. The Giants, I feel like, have gotten pretty fluky wins the first couple weeks, like where they kind of just lucked into wins. I feel like they did just enough to get past Tennessee in week one. And then um, who did they play? They played Carolina last week, and they did – Pretty much just enough to get by them as well. Um, this is a better football team than both of those teams, in my opinion, in the Cowboys. I think Dallas wins 24-20. Um, and, yeah, I mean, if you're a Cowboy fan, just please start believing in Stephen Jones because that's probably your your hope. I mean, if you're still believing in Jerry Jones, God bless you. Um, <laughs> let's... Uh, I think that's all the games we have. All, all fifteen, all fifteen games. You have them here. If you listen to the last episode, you also have our four college picks that we like for this weekend. UNLV is going to pull it, get it done. Three and one, man. Three and one. Eight-year-old Joey is smiling ear to ear right now, hearing the possibility of could be UNLV five and football. one. Could be. I as don't much. know what I don't know what I would do if they go five and one, Matt. I think. I, I mean, I probably have a couple ideas, but. <laughs> All jokes aside, thank you all for tuning in to a Saturday episode of Back and Forth. Enjoy the college games today and, of course, the NFL games tomorrow and Monday. We are back on Tuesday with another episode of Back and Forth. I've been your host, Stat Matt, a.k.a. Matt Raftery. Join alongside, as always, by my co-host, Joey G. Remind, just a reminder, make sure you're following the show on Twitter, at BackForthPod, Instagram's at BackForthPodcast, and, of course, make sure you're following the Talk Best Talk Media Company on Twitter, at TTT Media Company. The rest of their socials spelled out, at Talk That Talk Media Company. We're back on Tuesday and enjoy the weekend.